Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I am your host, David Waters, and you can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC, and the train just keeps rolling for the Florida Gators Class of 2024 as they pick up their 20th commit in the class with Teddy Foster cornerback from Sarasota committing to the Florida Gators right here on this Friday evening on his birthday. So happy birthday, Teddy. And he gives us a birthday gift at the same time by committing to the Florida Gators. So good, good get here. We'll get into his game a little bit. Uh, some stats that the, uh, he's thrown up there and kind of a newcomer to the game of football. Uh, we'll get into all that right here. But hey, another pickup for this class that just keeps adding to a hot, hot summer. The Gators, pretty much the talk of the recruiting world in the month of June uh, and July, these summer months right here. It's a big move for the Gators, of course, uh, in this class for Billy, for, for Billy Napier uh, and Corey Raymond getting a quarterback, quarterback here uh, to, to add to the class of 2024. And we'll get into it. We'll zoom out a little bit. Take a, this is the 20th commit, so we'll take a look at the whole class right now. 20 commits, we'll, you know, and of course, this, this hot summer has been that's where the bulk of this class has come from. But with 20, it's probably a good time to zoom out a little bit and take a look at where this class is. And some trends in the class uh, as well. So hit that like button. Look, a lot to like here. Another commit. Um, just a cornerback you know, that Corey Raymond loves. Uh, but you know, like just the comment, just all the videos we're throwing at you with all these commits right on the heels of these commitments, getting them out there for you. This time being Teddy Foster. So hit that like button. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform on YouTube if you haven't done so yet. Uh, and also join Gators Breakdown Plus. Uh, get linked to that Discord. And the conversation, uh, it's been a really good talk uh, going on there uh, lately. So if you talk to some more Gator fans, I'm in there chiming in a good bit. Uh, Also, the probably biggest thing right now, commercial-free episodes uh, of Gators Breakdown, if you're a Gators Breakdown Plus member. It shows up in your podcast feed with commercial-free episodes. And also, of course, one more time, none of this happens without Florida Victorious for these current student athletes, making it very, very attractive for these recruits that are on their way to the University of Florida Right now, you can get 20% off your first month by using promo code GATORSBD. B for break, D for down. Promo code GATORSBD to get 20% off your first month at Florida Victorious. Link is in the description. And you get access to, 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 to their message board as well with some inside notes of uh, Mark Hockey, the strength conditioner, strength conditioning uh, leader there for the Gators, the director uh, of that department for the Gators. Uh, some inside info that he was given to some... Um, 
to a group of Gators, and they shared that in the Florida Victorious board there, and uh, uh, some some good recruiting notes uh, in there as well. So you can join 20% off your first month using promo code GATORSBD. So, all right, this is another commit, so let's just get straight to it. Gator Nation, hey, let's go. We got to commit, and this time it is Teddy Foster from Sarasota, Florida, playing at Cardinal Moody, 24-7 sports composite and on three industry rankings, having him as a three-star on both services. He is a 757th overall player, 67th ranked cornerback on 24-7 sports composite. The on three industry rankings has him 672 overall. Also, the 67th ranked cornerback. ESPN does not have a rating for him uh, yet, so they'll probably have him in the three-star range as well. Uh, if they give him one. So uh, going to be in that three-star range, as I said, uh, kind of a newcomer to the game, did not start playing until his sophomore season. And six foot two, tall, lanky, 175 pounds, but that's six two frame. Corey Raymond, of course, you know, that just kind of been his MO. He likes those taller DBs and getting one here uh, in Teddy Foster. As I mentioned, committing to the Gators on his birthday. Two-way player produced 38 tackles. Nine pass breakups and two interceptions doing his, you know, it was last year was a breakout campaign for him. Uh, of course, new to the game, uh, but started turning some heads in 2022. Caught 17 passes for 242 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, started playing football a sophomore year and then kind of emerged uh, on the recruiting scene as a junior last year. Picked up scholarship offers from 17 Power 5 programs. Miami and North Carolina were in the mix here in his, in his final three, but Florida gets to pick up here. Uh, but, you know, Florida got involved uh, back on May 23rd, following, uh, uh, and then, you know, following his workout in front of defensive back coach Corey Raymond, head coach Billy Napier, and the staff. Foster returned to Florida for an official visit. June 16th to 18th, but got that offer after working out in front of the staff. And it, uh, I don't think you can really ask uh, for anything better than that. Uh, so uh, hey, look, I'm going to try something new here. Um, I'm going to pull up some huddle highlights. And let's, uh, let's just kind of see. Let's see where this goes. You know, we'll see if there's any. I see other people doing it. We'll see if any rights usage. I've, I've emailed huddle before. Uh, no reply from them. So I'll ask for forgiveness if they don't want the uh, there but i'll give them the shout out these are the highlights of teddy foster uh, on huddle but yeah i mean i think uh i think you know what you can see here and you're just looking through the hu- highlights i won't go you know highlight by highlight here but height length speed versatility you know covered in that boundary role here the ability to play uh, adjust to the ball in air playing at assignment being in a position to make a play uh, shows ability, uh, you know, on, on offense as well. I mean, if you look at the highlights here, he makes the play right here on defense. But uh, I believe, you know, after watching this, yeah, you know, he'll, he'll get on offense eventually. But I just like, you know, I like to say he stands out. If you watch the highlights, his, his 6'2 size is definitely noticeable <laughs> on, these, uh, on these highlights. But, yeah, the offense is coming through right here on the highlights. But shows ability on offense as a wide receiver as well to, uh, you know, there's some, there's, there's some trust on him catching the ball uh, coming his way, whether it be offense or defense. I mean, they're using him on both sides of the ball here uh, to get the ball in his hands. So shows catch and run ability. Uh, catching with his hands, not body when needed, 
his best ability there, uh, and that hopefully will come across on defense too, is, is catching contested balls. If you'll wa- watch these highlights here going through, you'll see um, there are a lot of contested catches. Fighting through tight coverages, or he'll, he'll take a hit and make the catch. So I uh, definitely like this kind of his his aggressiveness to the whole, to, to the game overall, uh, and we'll get into that. He shows some uh, coming up here in a bit. He shows some ability at safety as well. And I just like how he attacks. That that's the biggest thing that come, whether it's attack a player or attack the ball, he attacks. Uh, does not wait on the ball. I do think when you come in some of these huddle highlights, he might trust his ability too much at times where you know, a better receiver or a better throw from a quarterback may beat him. But look, I think he's playing with confidence. I think he knows he can play that way in, in some of these situations. So, uh, you know, he'll kind of maybe trail a, a receiver probably maybe when he shouldn't, you know, kind of maybe bait the quarterback in the, into throwing his way. That's uh, kind of some backyard football <laughs> to, to go. I think we've all done that a time or two when you know you've overmatched somebody, but you'll bait that quarterback uh, to, to, uh, to, to, to throw you away. So, you know, we'll, we'll see if that, if that really shows up uh, in college. But something I, I noticed a bit right here. Uh, so uh, he diagnoses screenplays. Um, he's not afraid to, to lay a hard hit on the receiver. He'll fight through a block, make sure he gets involved on the play. Uh, he's not afraid of contact on either side of the ball. Uh, that, that, that's where all that aggressiveness comes from uh, that, that I mentioned. I, I just really like the mindset he plays with. That ball's in the air. It's his. Uh, I, I love, love that mindset. Uh, and showing that versatility as a cornerback and a safety uh, at the same time. So he, he tackles well low, could maybe wrap up better at times in, in some of these highlights. But, you know, there's some, like I said, probably some confidence that he, that he plays along with. Uh, there, so, but he he does not shy away from contact whatsoever. You worry about that with with DB sometimes uh, if, if they're going to put their head in to the physical part of the game. He does that. Yeah, he 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 does that. So uh, you won't find blazing speed here in his highlights. Uh, that's where I think his height really comes into play uh, a bit, and where he can still make some plays on the ball. Uh, but you know, no blazer, no blazer speed, but um, he's not slow. Uh, he's just not a speedster. That's probably the, the, the best way to put it. So uh, uh, look, look, like I said, he had to work out for Corey Ray. I mean, he had to work out for the staff to land an offer. He did so. So I, there's some, there should be some confidence in that. Uh, I think when you look at that, what, what he, what it took for him to get the offer, what it took for him to be able to, to get to commit to Florida um, and, you know, Florida is still, We'll get into it just a bit. There's some competition for some other cornerbacks, and they they decided to take take one here early with Foster. So I think that also lends itself to maybe some confidence in the staff and what they're getting here uh, from a player. So uh, his sister just graduated from Florida, so there's a connection there uh, to help to maybe help reel him in. I don't know how much of an effect that had, but you think maybe just a bit. But that's a little side note. His sister just graduating from Florida, so uh, a little bit of connection. Little bit of connection, some special teams play uh, as well. So, yeah, I think the staff will be looking for that. Um, gets there where he almost kind of just blows up a uh, it looked like a fake extra point, but maybe they saw him coming <laughs> and kind of maybe uh, he, he messed that up a bit. Plays kickoff coverage as well, uh, and a pretty pretty good gunner blocker uh, as well. I won't, I won't wait till we get that toward the end of these highlights here. But uh, look, if you were sitting here watching the YouTube version, I'm going to. Maybe start trying to uh, incorporate these huddle highlights a bit there. But, yeah, really, really good pickup here, I think, uh, and Teddy Foster. Maybe developmental piece, but as I said, that that size uh, that Corey Raymond loves to have back there on that back end. 
So, all right, there we go. Good highlights right there. Yeah, I'll, I'll start doing that some more. I think that, played, that turned out pretty good, didn't it? Turned out, looked, looked pretty good. So, all right. Um, with Foster, he is the first corner in this class, first true corner. You know, with Florida already having commitments in the secondary for more of the safety types, Xavier Filsamy, Josiah Davis, uh, and with 20 commits already, look, there's only so many spots left. And cornerbacks still needing some love, still needing some numbers to finish out this class. And Florida has some great options moving forward. So let's take a look at this cornerback class. You get your first true cornerback here in Foster, but where can Florida go after this? No secret. Well, we, we, know, we know the two names. There's two names that are sticking out right now more so than any of them uh, for Florida to go finish this class with. I'd say the more likely, Zay Mincy, the, the versatile defensive back from Daytona, uh, can play both safety, cornerback, but more than likely a corner at Florida. Um, and look, I still won't move completely on from Jamari Howard, uh, the Miami Central cornerback, the Michigan State defense, Michigan State decommit. He'll finally return to Gainesville on July 29th. That came out this week. Uh, he's going to visit Florida for the grill in the Ville, the big cookout at the end of the month. We'll try to schedule an official with Florida down the road. Uh, but good to see him visiting after that. All these previous visits that he had scheduled just didn't work out. Um, now going to make that track from Miami to Gainesville at the end of the month for the cookout. So Florida with two huge targets right there to add to this cornerback class for the Gators. So as I mentioned earlier here in the episode, 20 commits right now for the Gators. This is probably it's a good round number. And let's zoom out a little bit. Let's take a look at this class of 2024 and where it stands right now. Number three class, you know, on both services right now, on the 24-7 sports composite and on the own three rankings. Not many spots left. And I've seen it. This is one of the better discussions we've had lately on the Gators Breakdown Plus Discord and the class size, the numbers. And everybody knows my thoughts on it. And it was brought up there is uh, that's how kind of how it got started. It was like, hey, I know Dave doesn't. Uh, well, I always says numbers work themselves out. It's it's just a motto I live by. <laughs> whether it be overall scholarship at 85, whether it be a recruiting class, uh, they they just work themselves out. Most of the time, I don't I don't I don't worry about it because they just work themselves out, and I stand by that. Uh, so look, I know there was an original thought out here that this could be another smaller class for Billy Napier and finish around the 20 mark. Well, Florida's at 20, and we know they're not done. We know there's other targets out there. Now, that could be because it, it's not because of this, but I know you, it could be brought up. Well, you know, you don't know what's going to happen to this class. You got to be prepared. No, Florida wants to bring more guys in. They want to add past this 20 mark they are at right now. I don't think that's the case anymore of that, that smaller class talk. Now, I mean, if Florida can do what they want to do here, that 25, 26 number is attainable. They're not going to stretch it. They're not going to reach and try to get the 25, 26 just for the sake of it. But Florida's in, I just brought up a couple of names, but Florida's in some battles here coming up these next few weeks, these next few months, heading into early signing day. When 25, 26 is absolutely attainable. And just class continues the trend that it has been on the last two months. There's still room for bringing in a whole lot of talent to, you know, to to help this roster. And truthfully, that should always be the mindset. If you can upgrade talent, you do so. You worry about the numbers later. You can figure out the numbers. 
So I just gave you the cornerbacks that we could see in this class, but you know, it could just be one of those guys. Could be both. I'm not. I'm not shutting the door on both those guys coming in. But there are other names that I think if, if we want to zoom out, maybe look ahead a little bit to get to that 25, 26, filling out this class the rest of the way. Let's start very soon. Defensive tackle DeAndre Robinson. He'll decide July 20th. That's coming up. Definitely one worth watching coming up. I know a lot of people dismissed it because of maybe trending Texas. Well, it's a close one. It's a close one. Gators in this one. So Florida, Texas seems to be the thought here coming up July 20th. Right there for DeAndre Robinson, the 353rd overall prospect and 36th defensive lineman out of Orlando. Next up, Zay Mincy's teammate, the quarterback Zay Mincy, I brought up from Daytona. Well, his Daytona mainland teammate, LJ McCray, of course, along the defensive line, 128th overall player, 18th ranked defensive lineman. He's the highest ranked defensive lineman target remaining for the Gators, what it looks like. So, not a package deal, I don't think, for him. Zay, they, they could end up at the same place. I'm not saying they're going to, not on purpose, go one place and one go to the other. Uh, it's not going to work out that way. They could, they could very well split up. They could very well go to the same school, but it's not like a guaranteed package deal. They don't, they don't necessarily are saying to each other, "Hey, let's go to the same school." One decision is not going to affect the other's decision. Right now, I, I'd put them both in a class for Florida. If I had to, maybe you know, look ahead a bit to how this class finishes out. Maybe mock class the rest of the way. They, they'd be in mine. And then one more, one more name, a couple more. But right here, one more name to add along the offensive line. Texas offensive lineman Ori Williams, 556th overall, 40th offensive tackle prospect. It'd be another guy from the state of Texas. Florida's had some really, really good fortunes there. 6'6", 320 pounds is Ori Williams. Gators would certainly like to add another offensive lineman and absolutely Love what they see in Williams. He's been on campus multiple times. May return at the end of the month for that barbecue. Keep an eye on him. Maybe around that time, if he gets caught up in the moment. We've seen that happen for this Gators class lately. Maybe it can happen again right there at the end of the month. And then, of course, wide receiver. Chance Robinson thought to be on flip alert for Miami, but nothing's come from that yet. As I said, the the further we get away from all that talk, the less likely. Maybe that's the one where he just wants to see how the season goes for both schools. So I think that's one to keep tabs on. T.J. Abrams from FSU, of course. There was some talk of him flipping after his visit to Gainesville. But after Dre Hawkins commits, that may be a wait-and-see move here of, of how that one plays out. And, of course, I no need to really break it down much more, but the top target remains Jeremiah Smith, Ohio State commit. Uh, there's some talk of uh, where he will be at, at the end of the month. We visit Gainesville and Tallahassee. It sounds like he's going to visit Tallahassee for their end of the month uh, barbecue or whatever they have going on there. Uh, you know, will he stop by Gainesville on the way? Will he stop by Gainesville on the way back? Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But uh, Jeremiah Smith still going to be taking those visits out there and kind of seeing uh, what happens with the top wide receiver in the country. So, all right, let's keep uh, let's keep on with this class before we wrap up here on this episode. Twenty commits. Great time to break it down. And you know, one story I brought up last episode after Kendall Jackson committed to the Gators, you know, was getting more and finishing off this class with more in-state prospects. And that's happening. You got one today with Foster. 
So now he's the fifth. Add in the names I just discussed, and you can easily see Florida now getting that eight range of in-state prospects signing with the Gators when it's all said and done. And then the storyline becomes, hey, look at this big finish in-state for the Gators. Now, all, all these storylines we're bringing up and bringing up right now, look, we know it all can change. We know that. We don't have to hear that every time we do a commitment episode. We're still far away from signing day. There's bound to be some surprises. I know that. For Florida, against Florida, we'll see. Let's just see how it all works out. So, continuing to break down here, looking at the class, six from the state of Georgia, five now from the state of Florida, two from Maryland, Mississippi, and Texas, one from North Carolina and Virginia. Nine on offense, 11 on defense. Pretty balanced class so far. Uh, and then let's go to 24-7 sports and just kind of break down the class a little more. Three top 50 players, DJ Lagway, Xavier Filsamy, Jamonte Waller, using 24-7's rankings. Miles Graham is 54, so quote-unquote four top 50 players right here in this class. Add a Darius Hayes and Amaris Williams, and you have six top 100 players in this class for the University of Florida. Go to the top 200, and there are 10 top 200 players in this class so far. That's how you find yourselves with the number three class in July with 20 commits. And there's a way to finish this class off as I just kind of went through the episode, and you know, the path to 25, 26, maybe some big names for Florida to get there. In state guys as well. You love to have that Daytona duo, love to flip a receiver. But there, I mean, that, that, that's kind of your path. Right there to 25, 26. Florida's not going to just, you know, numbers will work themselves out, whether that be transfers down the road. I mean, Billy Napier's been here three classes now. In 23, 22, or 22, 23, and 24. Yeah, if players left over from Mullen, you know, if it's time to move on, it's time to move on, make some room. And if Florida gets up to 25, 26, that has to be the path. There's going to have to be some transfers, going to have to be some goodbyes moving along. But Time to flip the roster. And great start right here with this class of 2024 flipping their roster. So there we go. That'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. A lot of fun. A lot of fun covering this recruiting right now for the Orange and Blue. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown.